WPRFM HD1 New York. And iHeartRadio Station. Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Andy. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Friday. Yes, it's Friday. Good morning. Nah, it's definitely Friday. It's a great morning in uh the culture of hip hop, man. So much. So much music came out uh, at midnight last night. I'm sure a lot of us was up a little bit past our bedtimes, you know, taking it all in. Yeah. But you had the, the Migos drop the record and uh, uh, 21 Savages on the Saw soundtrack and uh, Nicki Minaj put Beam Me Up Scotty on the on the streaming platforms. And of course, uh, North Carolina's own Mr. J. Cole mm-hmm. dropped, a, dropped what I would call a, a, a very good project. Yeah. Dope project. Very good project. I enjoyed it driving in this morning. Yeah, he kept it about the basics. Hard beats, hard rhymes. That's yeah, all sometimes spitting. we need. I hate when I hate when, I hate when people say it, but I gotta say it, man. He's rapping like this is old Cole. And and I know people get mad when people you say mean, that. Old Cole. He's spitting, he's spitting bars. He is going at everybody, every rapper's head. He's letting y'all know where he's from. Like I like when Cole spit like that. That's the Cole I when like. I do too, but when did he not do that? I mean, Cole's pretty, pretty consistent. Not like that. Not, not, not like that. Only, only, only album of Cole's I've never liked is uh, "For Your Eyes Only." I didn't like "For Your Eyes Only" at all. Yeah, no, nah, Cole is still, still. I still don't. Maybe if I go back and listen to it, I might appreciate it. Now I still don't appreciate "For Your Eyes Only," but I mean, Cole has been pretty damn consistent. Not like, <laughs> I mean, not like. Yeah, he's that. got a high. He's got a very high shooting percentage. Yeah. But I do, I do, I do thoroughly enjoy this album though. Yeah, no, the, the album is uh, what I heard so far. I would say some, you know, sometimes you got to listen to projects more than once. But I listened to it on the way in, and he was going in. He was giving everybody bars, and I like that. Nah, You're not he messing was. with y'all that uh, be talking ish about him and then trying to give him a pound. Yep. When you see him, sometimes you got to let Iggy's know. He said, "He said, don't get it twisted." He said, "I'm not, I'm not really that person." I love that. Who does that? Who shakes people's hands that they that that they got uh, a issue with, or somebody that's been talking about them? Who does that? Not nobody, but that was a line in Cole's album. Yeah, I hate people. I hate people like that. But I like, I, he, he answered a question I had on the last song on the album, uh, Hunger on Hillside, because I was confused as hell listening to him talk about smashing a bunch of different women. Mm-hmm. And, and on the last song, he says, I put my tongue all in my B. She get the holler and I ain't doing no dirt no more. I stopped creeping six years ago, effing them hoes until you realize that you is the hoe. Mm-hmm. That was a bar. I was like, okay, there you go, you married man. That's what I like. That's how I like to hear married men rap. Uh-huh. Okay. Cole was going in. And shout to Nicki Minaj. I, I didn't hear the whole project, but I got to uh, hear the joint with her and Wayne and, and Drake. Well, Be Me Up Scotty is on streaming. So. I thought she just put out Be Me Up Scotty again. Oh, that that that, that record's not a new record with Drake. Green? Yeah. That's yeah, a new that, that one's new. That's yeah. a new record, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's new. That's a new record. Yeah, you yeah. said didn't hear the project. Like, how you hear Beam Me Up Scotty? Beam Me no, Up Scotty. Well, she has a couple new records up. on there. Yeah, no, I didn't. I'm talking oh, about okay. the Drake and Wayne record. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wayne is spitting on that. Drake is spitting on that. Nikki's spitting on Nikki that. Nikki and Drake went live yesterday. Yeah, this I haven't gotten to that yet. 
My group chat was saying that uh, Drake's verse was very whack, though. I, I, I'm just saying what the group chat said. I haven't heard it. They said it was a line about pizza that was horrible. I haven't heard it yet. He said, so yeah, don't, he don't, said something about That's not uh, my quote. Pizza is better in the that morning. Is, yeah, yeah. That, that wasn't whack to me. I just my group chat hated that line. He said, but it's he said, some rappers in the group chat. Glad to meet you. I didn't think that was a whack line. Um, well, maybe he smashed one of their girls. That's why they was upset. It seems like he does that know. a lot. And I ain't mad at him. Much of haters in your group yeah, chat. I, pretty much. I thought I thought it was all right. Why I gotta be haters? People have an opinion. The haters. Jesus Christ. Oh shut up. It seems like people hate on Drake first. That's the first thing they do. I don't like Drake. Like. That boy be going. That is not. That is not true. That is the truth with Drake. That is get the semen off your bed, bro. Get the semen off your bed. Everybody got an. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. Now he had an opinion. Now you got semen on your bed. You can't have an opinion. Exactly. Goodness. No, it's just like Jesus. Just because it's Drake, he can't spit a whack line. No, I didn't say that. I just say most people hate on Drake first, and then they got to come back and be like Drake spit. But Drake. I don't think that's hate. I think that. I think we got to change what our what our definition of hate is. I think having an opinion about somebody's line is not hate. I think it's a little nah. bit hate. Because even the last... The, well, the last I haven't heard of, it, though. So. The last couple of records he he dropped, people were like, oh, I don't know. No, he was going in. Lemon Pepper Freestyle well, maybe they don't in, like him. Exactly. Just, because, things, just, because, just, because, just because things chart high doesn't mean that they're actually good. I don't even look at the it charts, though. No I don't care about the charts. I just listen to the records now. Well, he did have three songs in one, two, and three. It. That never happened before. Mm-hmm. Last time he put out so that three Vanilla Ice sold 10 million records. So what? It's not about Drake. It has nothing to do with Drake. It's the fact that y'all have to stop saying that somebody's opinion is hate. Because guess what? Uh, if you say something is lame and you don't like something, does that mean you're hating? Could be. Oh, okay. Well, let's talk. I can't wait to talk about that later, Envy. Could you be. keep that same energy because you was in the news yesterday. So let's keep that same energy. It could okay? be. It could be. People, okay. people hate all right. me all the time. I don't mind it. I, I don't oh, no, 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 no. Not you. You said somebody was lame. So was you hating on that person? Who? When I said, who? Kevin Samuels was lame? That's what yes. you're talking about? No, I yes. really feel that he's lame. I, I don't. There's nothing. No, you hate. You're no. hating. Nah, bro. You hate. This, this, no, you hating. This is the thing. You're there's, hating. There's nothing in the world nope. that Kevin Samuels has that hate want. Nothing in You're the hating. world. I just feel like the fact that he's You're rating hating. women is whack. And if you think that's hating, the fact that grown men rate women, then I think that you got a problem too. You're hating. And guess what? You see how easily your opinion flipped because now it's your opinion, so you don't want your opinion to be perceived as hating. That's all I'm saying. No, I'm everybody's saying entitled to their opinion. Certain things, certain things, there's, there's reasons. But certain so things your opinion not. is fact, but everybody else. No, some, I mean, I could be wrong. I've been wrong before with my opinion. I don't. I never say I'm 100% right. That's the that's the that's the best thing about it, you know, when you have a conversation. Well, I would love for y'all to keep talking about this, but I do want to make sure we get into front page news. Okay, because there's a lot. I don't think it's going to be as exciting as this conversation, but what we got? (laughs) Uh, We are going to talk about the new federal advice on being maskless. What's going on? Definitely don't care. Yeah, that was silly. That's silly. Now I'm now we really about to confuse people. I think that's just an opinion. I think CDC might be hating a little bit. (laughs) Now you think they hating? (laughs) Now I really think they hating too. I think they hating too. All right, but let's get to the. uh, Oh, we gotta we gonna start off with J Cole. Mm -hmm. As we should. Amari. Which one? Which one? Amari. Okay, that's the second song, right? Yes. He should have played the first one. Should have started off. Cameron. Word. <laughs> All right, but this is Samari. It's the breakfast Talk. Come on. New J. Cole. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, Yee? Well, let's start with the new CDC regulations. If you are fully vaccinated against COVID, you do not need to wear masks or practice social distancing indoors or outdoors, except under certain circumstances. So you That's to, ridiculous. Yep, you can wear a mask. You don't have to stay six feet apart, except we're required by law. 
that's ridiculous simply because we already know people can still get COVID when you are fully vaccinated. So that's just ridiculous. Like that's ridiculous. But I guess they're looking at I, I guess they're looking at COVID now like a, a flu. They're saying that, you know, if you're vaccinated, oh, you can't God. necessarily die or be hospitalized from it. So they're trying to get so now they, back to normal. I, I guess that's what they're so saying. So they're not now they're proving uh the, the the last president who shall remain nameless, even though you know his name. They 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 they, they proving him right then, because that's what him and his administration were trying to say. Yeah, but they were saying that without vaccination. And yeah, they didn't even have a vaccination. I just think it's ridiculous if you are if you know you can still get COVID even though you are fully vaccinated. Why you why would you encourage people to do that? Thank you, hate. That makes no sense. All right. Well, you can resume <laughs> these activities if you've been fully vaccinated, and that means two weeks after your second dose in a two-dose series like Pfizer or Moderna, or two weeks after the Johnson and Johnson. And if you travel, you do not need to get tested before or after travel at self quarantine or self quarantine after travel. But some places are not going to follow these guidelines, according to Cuomo. New York is not ready to follow federal advice. So he said, in New York, we've always relied on the facts and the science to guide us throughout the worst of this pandemic and in our successful reopening. Yeah, they just want people to get the vaccine. That's all. They're really increasing the, urgent, the urgency of the vaccine. And um, I got to salute Governor Cuomo for making a wise decision. Because I just don't understand why you would just send people out there. Because people can lie. People can lie, and, I, and the yeah. people that don't didn't get the vaccine can lie. Well, they said they got the vaccine. Yeah, they're selling vaccine cards online. I know that. So yeah, like you said, yeah, people can. lie. And by the way, I've only scary. you know I've only gotten one shot so far, so I'm supposed to get my second one next week. But I got Pfizer, and now they're saying that if you wait, instead of waiting three weeks, you should wait um, twelve weeks after the first shot, according to a British study, and it's going to actually make a three and a half times uh, longer the antibody response. So they're saying that uh, you should wait. 12 weeks after the first shot. Because I think you get that was more very antibodies. irresponsible. Very irresponsible of the CDC to uh, release those guidelines. Very irresponsible. Well, that is your front page news. Those are, you know, what the new guidelines are. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, call us up right now. Phone lines are wide open. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The <laughs> Breakfast Club. I knew I was going to hear from you this morning. Oh, you could <laughs> wait. MV. What's up? What's up, MV? What's going on? Hey, what's going on, ye? Hey, boo. It's your day today. It is my day today. HR. Uh-oh. Peace, sis. What's happening? Sure. Mind yes, your sir. business today, Char. You know why? Because <laughs> it's J. Cole day today, Char. <laughs> J. Cole is here, baby. J. Cole is here. J. Cole is here. I listened to the album last night. And... I know yeah, you did. Man. It's a great. It, rapping. He's so, rapping, rapping. Now, so far, I've only heard four songs, so I can't say too much. But the first four songs, because it came out late. I was trying to stay up. But I passed out. I heard the I, I heard the whole album. It's dope. I mean, he, it's dope. He's, He's back been, to the basics. It's hard beats, hard rhymes. A lot of great features. Hey, Little baby floated on it. Star Cole dropped today, so I don't want to hear nothing. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, well, 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 hey, I won't give I won't give him no props. Then fine. Go ahead. Now he's spitting. He's spitting on that. I don't know it. I'm gonna leave it there. Are you crying? Are you crying? <laughs> I want to say something about Nicki. I want to say something about Nikki. Oh, God. Don't hate on Nikki. What, what do you want to say about Nikki? Day, when it's cold day, but I'm going to leave it alone today. But I definitely got an issue with the barbs, and I got an issue with Nikki. Why? 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 
We just talked to the person who killed you a oh, long time ago, it, but we no need to talk about old in a, stuff. In a, in a rap battle that I'm not actually a rapper, oh, and I've been saying that over and over for 10 decades now. Well, Chad's not a rapper good. either. For 10 decades? Uh, so for 100 years? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, Whatever, Sean. Man. You try, you trying to confuse me right now, man. Listen, How man. am I confusing you? Well, go ahead. You go said ahead, you've been Sean. a rapper, you, you said you been a rapper chest, for 10 man. decades. How's that my fault? <laughs> You really want me to send a new song up there, huh? Are you really no. want me to go to the studio and really do a new song? Huh? You're not a rapper, Sean. Get nope. it off your chest. Then you're gonna make then you're gonna make Trav do it, and that'll be a double homicide. Well, thank, shout out my boy Nick G for killing Trav for me, man. I had to go get the sniper, man. You, you don't know even I mean? know him. Anyway. What? <laughs> you don't even know him. They friend. They linked up. They linked up. My young boy. Of their hatred you for you. You got your young boy. You went and got your young yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out Nick G in Michigan. But hold up, man. Listen, I want to say envy. Shout out, man, to your new baby that's on the way, man. I hope it's a girl because your wife thinks you want a girl, bro. Oh, yeah. We should have led with that this morning. Congratulations. Yeah, man. No, Charlamagne pregnant. was hating. He led with the negativity. I've been, I've been married yeah. 20 years. I got a baby on the way. He led with negativity. Yeah. yeah. That's how yeah, people so are, though. That, oh, my God. Man. But hey, Charlamagne, you need to stop getting on Drake, man. You know what I mean? For real. You I didn't even say nothing about Drake. Bro, bro, every platform that you get on, you are, anybody asks you anything about Drake, you always say something about Drake. Oh, I don't like his music. Or That's not what I just said. I said I didn't even hear the song. You, you just said they talk about Drake in a group text. You know what I mean? Drake loved the ladies, man. Steve Drake alone, man. You know what I mean? You feel me? If Listen. you love ladies, Steve Drake alone, man. And you Listen. should actually... Uh, Actually, apologize to Dramos, man, telling him he needs to wipe that semen off his beard. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I shall not. Okay. Why is that disrespectful? I want an apology. Well, you're not getting one. But Sean, uh -huh. he, he does pass have some hey, in his beard, though, Sean. I'll pass you a napkin, Dramos. It's so disrespectful. <laughs> I'll pass you a napkin. Okay. Thank you. Brother. You do have a little something sticky in your beard, dude. Shut up. All right. Of course he does. And Drake off all night. Wow. <laughs> Drake, and Drake ain't even drop a project. Man, you know what's so you. crazy? Hey, hey, mm. J. Cole came out. People excited. Nikki put Beam Me Up Scotty out. People excited. Dramo saw Drake on live and was like, champagne popping. <laughs> you've been, you been aroused hater. all night long. You're such a hater, bro. It's not even funny. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. 1051. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, lay it out. Hello, who's this? Hey, this Uncle Smooth. Uncle Smooth, what up? Get it off your chest. Uncle Smooth. What up, though, nephew? From Detroit. What's happening, what King? Up, First of all, how old are you before you call me nephew? How old are you? <laughs> Hey, man, I'm 28, but I got an old soul. Boy, if you don't sit down, sit your butt. Call me no goddamn nephew. Hey, <laughs> 28 man. years old. What the hell's wrong with you? I'm your uncle. You said what? Fine, I'll take it, but I call everybody nephew. Don't call me nephew. I'm 42 years old. I'm a grown-ass man. Nephew, please. Hey, you Dr. Charlotte. There, now, there you man. go. 
Put some respect on my name, Dennis. Come on, Uncle Smooth. Go ahead, brother. Get off your chest. All right, look. I just want to show some love. First off, I got two friends that's getting married. Shout out to Kyra and Uh Right now, they got a bachelor party in Vegas. Uh-oh. You going? girl and their friends. Turn it up. No, we have an ours up here in the city. Okay. So your girl and all the girls are in Vegas right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm keeping in contact. They all good, man. Yeah. You didn't want to You didn't want to pop up on them as a male stripper or something in disguise? Ah, I got to hit this squat. Who's your favorite uncle? Oh, he said he got to hit this squat. <laughs> Who's your favorite uncle? <laughs> uncle Magic. Oh, pop out with your, pop out with your PPI. So Who's wait, when, it, when is the wedding? Uh, it's the end of this month. Okay. All right. Yeah, Hi, brother. Well, well congrats. Uh, party, man. Hey, also, can I show my girl some love real quick? She ain't gonna hear you. She with a stripper right now. That stripper did that last night. She should be sleep, man. She should be sleep. But when she wake up, her name is Brianna. I want to let her know, baby, I love you. Aww. Also, shameless plug, three words, big B accessory. Big B accessory. What is that? L-L-C. That's her business. Okay. Oh, that's sweet. What is that, though? She got purses, sunglasses. So party oh, okay. jewelry, everything for ladies. Check her out. Big B-E-E accessories, LLC underscore. Now that's love. He like called you. up to tell her he loves it and he plugged her business. That's right. Yeah, I like you supporting your woman, King. Hello, who's this? I just want to get off my chest. I, I nearly dropped my coffee yesterday when I seen those new regulations the CDC trying to put out here. Mm-hmm. Is it I not ridiculous? My mask on. It's very ridiculous. Now I kind of wish I was in New York because I'm down here in Atlanta. Hey, y'all know how they been acting. Yeah, Atlanta, been Atlanta already open. act like ain't nothing going on. Are you vaccinated? No, I'm not. Um, I'll be honest, I don't too much believe in that. I've never had a flu shot either. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm very cautious. Okay. And you should continue to be cautious then. Absolutely. Because if you're not vaccinated, you are still supposed to be wearing your mask and abiding by the social distancing and all of that. But even if you are, you can still get COVID-19. You know, on the CDC, it says uh, people could still get COVID-19 before or just after vaccination and then get sick because the vaccine did not have enough time to provide yeah, protection. Yeah, you're supposed to wait two. They consider you fully vaccinated two weeks after you get the shot, Correct. the last one. And, and but, you think people are really going to cool out for two weeks? But let's let's be honest, though. Like, for people in Atlanta and people in Texas and a lot of these cities that are open, people in Florida, people are out and about in areas where people are not wearing masks anyway. Like, if you go to a, a club, if you go to a venue, I know they got a game, a soccer game in Atlanta this weekend where it's full capacity. You know what I mean? We so, already seen what spring I, break was like in Florida. Yeah, like, like people are walking around with no mask anyway. So, I mean... And you, but we don't crazy. know who's still we don't know who's still getting sick. We don't know who's still getting hospitalized. And what's crazy is, I told y'all that when uh, Democrats got into the White House, the narrative on COVID would change. That's it. Simple as that. And the media has shifted the narrative on COVID. Well, I think a lot of people are vaccinated now, though. That's the difference. Yeah, a lot no of one was vaccinated, vaccinated then. But people can still get sick even with the vaccine. Yeah, but the point That's of getting vaccinated is that you're not supposed to, you don't get as sick as you would and you don't get, you don't die. Yeah, you don't get. How, 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 do, how do we know this for sure? Because they've been doing have, studies have, for months about it now. I mean, all we could do been? is. Vaccine the, just came out. All we can do is, you know, follow these guidelines and you don't have to. You can still wear your mask. If you want to, I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust it because we've seen so many different things change every other week. It's a new guideline on on COVID. I wouldn't trust it. I would still protect myself. I'm still gonna wash my hands. Still wear my mask. Well, we should have been washing our hands before the vaccine, anyway. 
Of course, but yeah. vaccinated or not, I'm still taking precautions because I know everybody else isn't. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up. Now we got rumors on the way. Man, so much music to talk about this morning, but let's start off talking about J. Cole. Now I saw this trending where he addresses the altercation with Diddy on one of the songs and we'll discuss. All right, we'll get into that next. Let it's go my bre- hand. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Yes. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's get to the rumors. Let's go. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, yesterday was Envy and Gia's 20th anniversary, and then they surprised us all by announcing that they are pregnant. Well, Gia's pregnant with baby number six. She yes. posted 20 years ago Congratulations. Today, I was three months pregnant with our first child, Madison, and here 20 years later and on our 20th wedding anniversary, I am three months pregnant with our last. Yeah, that's the, you know, that's the perfect saying when they, when they say when you try to make plans, God laughs. A couple of years ago, I think three, mm-hmm. four years ago, we were trying to have another baby and we were uh, unsuccessful, which was weird because we knocked out five pretty fast. And uh, this one, we weren't planning. And, you know, we're grateful. We're happy. We can't wait. I'm excited. Yesterday uh, was a doctor's appointment to make sure the baby was healthy and everything was great. It was 12 weeks. So it just everything just fell into to motion like it just. You couldn't plan nothing like this. Like, just when God wants things to happen, God's going to have things happen. So this is, is baby number six. Everybody's excited. The little baby's excited. So it's going to be Casey Crew 6. This is going to be amazing. She yeah. said, happy anniversary yeah. to the man I settled with at DJMV. She definitely didn't say that. <laughs> Damn. She definitely didn't say that. Damn, King. She definitely Damn. didn't say that. No, she said to the absolute Damn. love of my life. <laughs> yeah, she definitely didn't say that. But yeah, she said love of my life. I think it's a good thing. You know what I'm saying? God let Gia enjoy uh, three, four summers in a row. Because she clearly never gets to enjoy summers because then be always getting her pregnant. So yeah, congratulations. We have our annual baby shower, as Donnell Rollins says. So we'll have our an- annual baby shower. And I just want to say that I'm going to Human Resources after this. So yesterday in, in our group chat, hmm. Dramos posted a picture of uh, the baby, the you know, the, the sonogram. sonogram. And he goes, Envy's pregnant. See the God's the father. I just want to say that. I'm going I'm going to. Uh, That's a rumor I heard. <laughs> Where'd you hit it? It's like, I, got, yo, I got my sources. I got a good uh, chat in the too. Word, in the words of a prophet named Jada Kiss, I ain't never seen a person have a baby out of their mouth. <laughs> wow. What? Well, in the words of Old Dirty Bastard, I guess he put a baby in your butt. <laughs> what? Where we going? I've never heard Old Dirty say that. I've never heard Old Dirty say that. You guys are crazy. <laughs> no, he used to I've say, I want to put a baby that. in your butt. I heard him say it. <laughs> Okay. Well, I guess congratulations to me, baby. God bless you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> baby. Baby number six on the way. All right, now stuff. let's discuss J. Cole because his new baby's here. The off season, it crashed Spotify. And so many features on this because you know we're not used to too many J. Cole features, but he starts the album off with some Cameron. I like this record Killer. too. It's the off season. Let's keep it tall, y'all ain't for doing my man. And don't check your watch, you know the time. Cold world, killer cam. This is food. Yeah. Finish. This too easy for me now. Cold been going plat since back when CDs was around. What you sold, I tripled that. I can't believe these clowns. Look how everybody clapping when your 30-song album do a measly hundred down. If I'm betting on myself, then I completely double down. If you hate it on a please don't greet me with a pound. 
I love it. Cameron is forever classic. I mean, that beat was very Dipset S. That's the same sample Hove used for uh, You Don't Know. I still wish Cam would have rapped yeah, on it. I mean, those I are the, the little, Cam 16 on that. That would have been dope. Those are the, but those are the little uh, details I, I would love to ask an artist. Like, you know, what made you have Cam just want to talk on the intro? He opens up the whole album. All right. And then, of course, he had Moray and 21 Savage on Pop Up On My Life. But another song that everybody's talking about is where he discusses Diddy on Let Go My Hand. And with my reputation at stake, I was scuffling just to save face. Couple wins, couple losses, some broken up too quick to call it. My last scrap was with Puff Daddy, who would have thought it? I bought that album in seventh grade and played it so much, you would have thought my favorite rapper was Puff. Back then I ain't know, now I know too much. Ignorance is bliss, and innocence is just ignorance before it's introduced to currency and clips of bad licks that haven't had serving three to six. Well, all right. Yeah, I, I, I wonder, I wonder what made Diddy do that. I mean, we all, you know, heard that story before, but I mean, you know, Diddy done ran down on Puff. I mean, on Cole, on Drake. Well, this, what is it? Because they well, like what skin? happened in this is that they said Diddy was trying to confront Kendrick and spill a drink on him, and J Cole and How would you confront Kendrick over his verse on Control? Who does Kendrick bother? Even if, over a verse, why? Because he said he was king of New York. Yep. Oh please! If Jay Z or nobody Diddy got a problem with that, and they said that, that Diddy looked like he was Kendrick. visibly intoxicated. At the party, so maybe he was. And, I, just... and, and, and that was how long ago? At least ten years. That was a long time ago. That's why right? you can discuss it now. It's in 2013. Yeah, it was 2013. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When that happened. All right. Now, other amazing news yesterday, and we didn't know what Nicki Minaj was announcing when she just said Friday, but seeing Green, she has a collab out with Drake and Lil Wayne, as well as having Beam Me Up Scotty mixtape on streaming services. Now, we are going to play the entire uh, seeing uh, Green with Drake and Lil Wayne right after this. But first, let's talk about Nicki going live with Drake. And here's what she had to say about how the song came about. I was telling them that you sent me this um, record called Seeing Green. That's right. What made you think I would sound good on that? I like, I'm sure I speak for everybody in the live when it's like, yo, we really miss you. Like, we really miss your presence and just like, we miss the bars. We miss the excitement that you bring. So it's like, you know, I just like, I've been on you lately to just, you know, you know what time it is. And you know, I'm coming over um, this weekend too, so. Yeah, I agree with Drake. I mean, it's Nikki. You know what I mean? Like, you can't front on Nikki. Nikki's an icon. So yeah, yeah, you Listen, do, you do, you do miss when she's not in, Nikki not wore in those, the ecosystem. Nikki wore those pink Crocs and made everybody go out and buy them, and they would just sold out in like seconds. All right, just from her in a picture with them on. Now she also talked about getting out of her writer's block. I love you so much, Drake. So just let me tell y'all the real. Shit. He single-handedly got me out of my writer's block, and I'm never gonna forget it. And I'm gonna shout it to the world on the mountaintops because that's the real shit. that's my hand to god he sent me something and it made me feel so competitive again Nikki's also been mm. through a lot lately, right? Let's not forget that. She posted about it, and she said, though I can't really bring myself to discuss the passing of my father as yet, I can say it has been the most devastating loss of my life. I find myself wanting to call him all the time, more mm. so now that he's gone. Life is funny that way. May his soul rest in paradise. He was very loved and will be, will be very missed. And so yeah, she, and probably mi- okay. She also discussed the passing of DMX. She said that also hit her like a ton of bricks. And mentally and emotionally, she probably had a lot of ups and downs because, you know, she's enjoying, you know, being a new mother. And then, you know, her father passes. So, I mean, it's just a lot of ebbs and flows of life. So I can easily see why artistically she wouldn't be in that headspace. But, you know, it, 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 it is you, you always do miss Nikki because you see her influence and DNA and damn near every every female rapper. Yeah. Nikki's flow, I think, and her confidence when she raps is how she sounds. 
you know, top tier. Now, she I also discussed about, she also talked about obsessing over The Crown on Netflix. She said Kenya Barris is the person who recommended that she watch it, and she's been hooked on it ever since. And she discussed Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. She said it was one of the best pieces of work she's had the pleasure of viewing in a really long time. She called it genius. And she said since becoming pregnant, she also can't stop eating ice. She now eats about 20 cups of ice per day. That's funny. Mm. And then she discusses her little baby papa bear, and he said mama, and she got it on video. Aww. Just wow. But let's get into yes. her new song right now. Yeah, this is uh, Nikki featuring Lil Wayne and Drake. What's it called? Seeing Green. Seeing Green. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. I can't wait to see Spiral from the Book of Saw. It's full of puzzles and mystery with unique twists and turns. There are amazing performances from Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson. You won't want to miss this. Experience it in IMAX Friday. WWPR FMHD1 New York. And iHeartRadio Station. Let me put a little bit of the breakfast club up in your lifestyle. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. All right, mm. Nicki Minaj, Drake, Lil Wayne. Yeah, I don't agree with the opinion of one of my group chats that uh, that Drake verse on CN Green is slick. He's saying some things that uh, that seen more plaques than toothbrushes until I'm at the pearly gates. I got to move something and I'm trying to run a country like Putin one day, but I'm who's Russian? Russian? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, he, he's, he's saying some slick I'll stuff. I'll tell you, he's on spitting that. on that. Hating ass group chat over there. Oh, you know what, then, Dramos? Every single Instagram you do is hate. You was just hating on the Democrats. You guys, we got to do front page news. Yeah. Opinions are not hate. I'll tell you, spitting on that. All right, let's get some front page news. All right, now, a single mother said she returned home to find out that she had been mistakenly evicted from her apartment. This is in Dallas, Texas. She came home after work, and a maintenance man told her she couldn't go in. She later learned that she'd been evicted by mistake, and they actually were trying to evict the tenant in the unit below her. She found her belongings, including her medication and her four-year-old son's toys, in the trash. So her whole apartment was empty when she tried to go back in and repaint it. Guess what they tried to do after that? Gave her a $200 debit card. That's it? Yes. (laughs) That's it. That's crazy. Mm. And they're not supposed to take your stuff out like that. They usually give you a uh, a day sometimes to take your stuff out. Well, she does have a GoFundMe page, so she's asking for help. Uh, she has a $20,000 target to try to uh, get some of her stuff back. So her name is Brianna Bonner. Mm. All right. Now, a woman who won the $26 million California lottery, ticket, uh, lottery allegedly says that she may have accidentally washed her ticket and now she can't find it. So the last day to redeem it was yesterday. No one redeemed it. And she's saying that accidentally washed it. And Damn it, man. Yes. I don't know what's going to happen. I'll tell you this, though. If the store that sold the ticket, um, if that prize isn't claimed, then that money will go to California public schools. I thought those tickets had barcodes, though. And, like, you know when a winning ticket was sold and what time. Like, right, I would yeah. think that they could go look back at to the, the cameras, cameras and see. So what they are saying is they are showing that surveillance video showed the woman who bought the ticket at that store. The store workers know her. That surveillance video has been turned over. They are going to investigate. So according to officials, if you believe money. you're a winner, you have to complete a claim form. But if you lose a ticket, you have to provide evidence that they owned it, like a photograph of the front and back of the ticket. So just for everybody out there, if you ever buy a lottery ticket, take a picture of the front and back what? just in case something happens. But that, that is evidence. They got the, the if that's the store that won a twenty six million, they should know the time that that ticket was bought. They got her on video. Yeah. They I mean, they're inve- they're money. investigating. Yeah, so. they, they and it's got a barcode. 
We'll see. We'll see what the results are. Yeah, yeah, but remember, she washed it, so she doesn't even have it anymore. Yeah, she don't have the ticket. But they got the. But I'm saying, what doesn't the the, the, the the barcode comes out of the machine, so they should know exactly what time she bought they it. They do. She bought it. Like she should. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, no, the okay. store she yes. bought it from is the store that won, so it that is the store. So that's probably hers. They should give her that money. Yeah. They still got to make sure. Yeah, true. All right, well, that is your front page news. And nobody claimed it, right? So no, nobody the, claimed it. Oh, yeah, give it out, get that lady that money. Shoot. Uh, sir, can they, they still got to investigate and All make right. sure everything matches up, you okay. know? All right, I think I, I believe Okay, it. guys, let's talk cheating. All right, our, 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 the, 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 our not cheating. Let's mm-hmm. talk not cheating. <laughs> As men. I don't, I don't want to play this game with you. But, well, it's not a game. You know what I'm saying? Like, J. Cole answered a question uh, on, on this new album because I had the question after I heard the freestyle on the L.A. Lee because he's got a song called Hunger on Hillside. I was confused about J. Cole talking about smashing so many different women because I thought, you know, he was married with kids, you know. But on Hunger on Hillside, he says a bar. Do we have the bar? Yeah. Yeah. I'm feeling myself, I'm bitter my wealth up till it's tiring I'm putting my dick in my she get that hollering I ain't doing no dirt no more, I stopped creeping six years ago From until you realize that you is the whore I ain't doing no dirt no more, I stopped creeping six years ago Fun effing them hoes until you realize that you is the hoe Drop on the clues bomb today, that's a bar So, you know, so clearly he, you know, he doesn't cheat Now, let me come clean, I, you know, I tell y'all all the time, I haven't cheated since October of 2016. My wife hates when I say that. <laughs> I understand why, because it brings back the trauma of when I was doing dirt. Well, correct. But men, we wear that as a badge of honor. Same way people talk about being clean off drugs or being clean off alcohol. It's the same thing when we are faithful. And women may not understand, but it's something that me as a man, I'm proud of. And when you say it, sometimes the men, they look at you like, for real? Like it's the most unrealistic thing in the world, which just makes you say, you know what? I'm gonna keep going i can't wait till i can say if your woman has an issue with it and you're the person that cheated but it makes you feel good to say it then don't say it yeah no 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 no. it don't make me feel good it is very triggering for a woman who is trying to do her best to put something behind us right and forget you know okay we're trying to move on i'll never forget that you cheated but i'm just trying to move past it and when you bring it up you start thinking about that time as a woman. Absolutely. But you do have to give yourself motivation, right? It's like when you it's like when you've been working out and you know, you lose ten pounds, you're like, Man, I'm proud I lost ten pounds and now you want to lose twenty or you do it till you get to your desired goal. But it's that's the same just thing. about like, you. Yeah. If it's affecting somebody else who you hurt. Now, and they're I'm, saying, I don't like that. My motivation is the fact I can go back in the house and I have a family, <laughs> I have a wife. That's my motivation. But time out. Like, like I, know, say, we, we, I know you do say, say that, but I never uh, I never say anything about it. And, that, that, and the reason is what, Angela, you said. I don't want to bring those memories back up. Like, I don't want my wife to of think about that again. So, And if she explicitly says to you, I don't like that. Well, my wife never said that. I just But I'm saying, Charlamagne do said his wife has said she doesn't oh. really like it. She don't. Yeah, she didn't tell me not to say it. But my point is, there's certain things you do have to be self-serving about. You do have to be self-serving about doing the work on yourself. When you go to therapy or when you get you a sacred purpose coach or you meditate and you got to heal yourself in order to be a better version of yourself for everybody else. So to me, that's 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 part of it. So I'm I'm not mad at Cole for uh, expressing expressing that. So, and, and by the way, and um, amongst each other. Men, we definitely say that. If yeah, we yeah, but we're talking about publicly for everybody. Yeah, amongst each other, yeah, there's a lot of and things we say amongst it. each other. But let's open up the phone lines. What's the question? 800-585-1051. What are we asking? I think, you know, how long How long have some of us been clean? And by clean, I mean faithful. Okay. I would like to hear I would like to hear some numbers this morning. Mine is October of 2016. We heard J. Cole say six years ago. Uh, Envy, you may not want to disclose mine, how long you've been clean. Mine is so long, I don't even remember how long. <laughs> How about that? Mine okay. is so long, I don't I even remember it. how long. How about that? I res- wow, pause, bro. 
Jesus Christ. All right. All right. We'll talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about a line in J. Cole's uh, new album. Can, can we play that line? I'm feeling myself. I'm building my wealth up till it's tiring. I'm putting my thing in my she get that hollering. I ain't doing no dirt no more. I stopped creeping six years ago. Fun and I'm until you realize that you is the Yeah, I mean, so we're talking about how, how long... You know, have you been clean as a man? And by clean, we mean faithful. You know, I, you always hear me say I've been clean since October 2016. Uh, my, 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 my wife hates when I say that. And I understand why, because it brings back the trauma of when I was doing dirt. But, you, you know, you heard Cole say he stopped creeping six years ago. And I don't think that women understand we wear that as a badge of honor. And the reason is because we are proud of ourselves for changing our ways. And it's becoming a thing amongst the men I know, at least. You know, to discuss that amongst each other, you know, how long we've been faithful, how long we've been clean. And I mean, I think it gives it gives brothers incentive to yep. want to be clean even longer. And yep. I think the, the, the coal line is, is reinforcing that same, you know, rhetoric and thought process even more. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily wear it as a badge of honor. Um, you should. No, nah, it, it's more a, a, of a, a badge of cowardice. Like I, I always look at it like I shouldn't cheat it at all. That that's how I honestly feel. But so, you did though. I, I know. I, I know. Well, it I is did, what it is. But I, I hate to go back at it because it's a, a time in my life when I wish I didn't. Like you know, some people say, yeah, if I could change something, what would I change? I would change that because I wouldn't want to be a cheater in my relationship. I wouldn't want to well, be a cheater what? in the world. So for myself, I agree. I don't even wear it as a badge of honor. I don't even want to discuss it. Even the years, like I wish I could say I never did, but I but because I can't, I don't want to ever say it and bring that memory back up to my wife because it wasn't a, I agree. a, a positive what? time in my life kind of like you know like me being together 20 years is a positive I'll talk about that all day long me having you know five kids in one away is positive so I'll talk about that all day long but that yeah nah. but you can't but you can't heal you can't heal what you don't reveal and I mean the reason people I don't you know, have to even reveal it to, to the world though is is I but you it to have, the world but, but, I know but, I have, but, but I don't you, have to keep bringing it back have, up as okay. a reminder to my wife. So, so if you and if you and if you and your wife are doing a podcast live, and somebody stands up and somebody says, "Yo, you know, envy, you know, I know that you know you did your dirt back in the day, you know, what I'm saying, but me and my wife, we looked at you and your wife and how y'all got through your situation. You went through that, so you can share that story to help the next generation, right? And we shared it, and we talk about it when we have those questions. But I don't, I, I don't on my own sit there and be like you know what I ain't do this in this amount of time and, nah. just out of nowhere <laughs> nah, I, 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 that's just me like that thing's nobody well the reason we wear it as a badge of honor is the same way people talk about being clean off drugs or being clean off alcohol it's the same thing and women may not understand but it's something that me as a man I'm proud of and when you say it men look at you like really yeah bro it's not that hard you know what I mean yeah, you know what? at I all it's interesting because I've been with my boyfriend for like for over five years, almost six years, and I have never caught him cheating on me. Now, I'm not saying he did or whatever, but not that I know of. So but I remember my ex-boyfriend, he used to cheat on me. And anytime it came up, it used to make me so mad. So it was just kind of difficult for me. So I can't say, you know, as I'm older and more mature now, how I would feel. But, you know, that's just a difficult one. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Mm -hmm. Everybody has to live their truth, and 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 you also have to you know live live how you got through it. Some women think all men cheat, but I don't think all well, men cheat. And that's not true. Yeah, Keith, I don't think that. Hello, oh, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. What's up, brother? How long oh, you been okay, clean, okay. Keith? Uh, Keith, look, I don't cheat. 
Did All you right. call yourself and Keith just now? He in did third call person? himself Keith. Yes, he did. Keith said Keith. Definitely a narcissist. <laughs> Definitely a narcissist. That's a toxic trait. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, He's trying to convince himself. What I really wanted to say is Charlemagne, I don't like the way you talk about your wife when you talk about some, oh, I've been clean for four years this. I've been clean for it's four years. It's been longer than four years. It, well, whatever. It's braggadocious. And I, I feel like that's uh, disrespectful to your wife. And uh, I can understand why she's upset about that. And I want to say, Envy, I commend Time you. Time I didn't say she was upset. I said she don't like it. She's not upset. It's not like she's sitting no, around here fuming, you know, throwing like things. I can understand why she doesn't like it. I want to commend DJ Envy. Because even though Envy, he made mistakes, he don't go around uh, talking about it on a freaking nasty syndicated radio show. The way you talk about it, you talk about getting away with cheating. Like, you got away with murder. Like, you're Jay-Z. I didn't oh, get I away with it, though. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I, I didn't get away with it. She said what? We've been together 23 years. You, she, but she still married you. Sounds like you got away with murder to me, and she still was able to marry you. No, that's, that's, not, that's, that's not true. Thank you. But brother. see, one thing about one, one thing about me, I live my truth, so nobody can use my truth against me. But more importantly, all I have in life is my experiences, and if my experiences can help somebody else grow, I'm gonna always express myself. Yeah, no, I agree with you, and and, and I do the same. I mean, I, I've had Pat podcasts talking about it live. I've talked about it on radio. I mean, you guys out there listening, world, have been a part of me. Uh, trying to make men's with my wife, so but it's just something I Absolutely. don't bring up as a reminder to. And my you're like wife. now four kids later. Let's let <laughs> yeah, four kids later, right? Uh, yeah, we'll take some more calls when we come back. And and, 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 when, and when and when you've grown and evolved as a man, the same way I tell brothers I go to therapy, the same way I tell brothers I got a sacred purpose coach, the same way I tell brothers I meditate. I'm telling you about the things that I did in my life that helped me personally and professionally. And when I started doing right by my wife, oh my God, I've had the best years of my life. If I tell my man I was I didn't like when he did something, I wouldn't want him to do it anymore. 800-585-1051. Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. If you just joined us, we're talking about a line that um, J. Cole said in one of his songs. Can we hear it? I'm feeling myself. I'm bitter my wealth up till it's tiring. I'm putting my thumb in my she get that hollering. I ain't doing no dirt no more. I stopped creeping six years ago. Fuck them until you realize that you is the whore. All right. Hey, yeah, that was hung, that was hunger on hillside. Right. And Cole said he hasn't uh, he hasn't creeped in six years, and you know. I've always gotten on the radio and said I haven't creeped since uh, October of 2016. And I was saying how, you know, my wife doesn't like when I say that, but it's not like I'm wearing it as a, a as a badge of honor. Or maybe I am, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like I'll continue to say it because I tell brothers all the time when I started doing right by my wife, my life changed personally and professionally. You know, when Celia on Color Purple said, ain't no good going to come to you until you do right by me. That's real. And when I started doing right by my wife, my life has been amazing. And I will express that to any brother when they ask me, what are some of my keys to success? Hello, who's this? I don't want to say my name. What's your comment? We having a man conversation this morning. I know, um, but I'm calling from North Carolina mm -hmm. to the answer to the question. No, I had no, I haven't cheated, but I am divorced. And but listening to the show, I had to stop listening because Charlemagne was always talking about how he cheated on his wife, and I used to feel sorry for her as far as having to listen to that, that you know, triggering what I went through. So I would just tune out and then tune back in when it was time for the donkey of the day. Right. I don't think men you can mad understand at me for, how you mad women at me for saying I was wrong. No, no, no. I'm not mad. She said it was I'm, triggering I'm her. you admitted that you were wrong, but you don't have to admit you were wrong every day. I don't do it every day. I do it when the topic oh, for a while, of cheating you comes up. You did it a lot, Charlemagne. It was, and the time that Monica visited and you said something about cheating, and she said, oh, God, that wasn't that long ago. 
That's because we had a song out called Black Men Don't Cheat. Yeah, I know, I know. I don't think men can ever understand how women really feel when you get cheated on by somebody you thought cared and loved you. Not that they don't, but it just makes you feel all kinds of things. So it is hard. And I don't think y'all will ever understand that. Definitely. And I don't think women will ever understand that uh, the reason we do, you know, say those things is because we are proud of ourselves for changing our ways. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's up? This shop. What's up, brother? Yo, I haven't cheated on my wife in four years. I never cheated on her. Actually. Congratulations. But, you know, wait, wait, hold on. Now, wait, how are you saying you never cheated, but you haven't cheated Come in four on, years? Black man. That sounds silly. Let me say this. I was in a relationship before my wife, and I was cheating then. But now, in the relationship that I'm in, I've been totally oh, faithful. Okay. And I'm proud of myself. So, As I also you want to be. say this. Y'all should set up like a mailbox or something where people can call and comment when they can't get through. Okay, we've been trying to do oh, that brother, for like... I've been saying that for seven years. <laughs> we've been trying to have like eight seven years. Seven years. I've been trying you. to get this yeah, show to have a voicemail where people can just call in and leave messages overnight they, when they're drunk or whatever they want to do. I've been trying to get that done for seven years. I said that when we first started the show because I used to have that on my old show. I was like, we should have a voicemail and it still never happened. We have Chris on the line. Chris, good morning. Yo, what's going on, man? Just call me C. It's not Chris. Okay. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. don't worry about it. <laughs> don't say, don't say my full <laughs> okay, name, King. I'm trying to come clean. How long you been clean, C? Yo, yo, come on, chill, Charlamagne. Actually, it's C-L-I-F-F, but y'all acting Cliff. like oh, Cliff. They always call me Chris. Yeah. <laughs> okay. How, but how long you been clean? Since 2014, bro. I respect it, King. Yo, but here's the thing. You know, um, back in 2014, you know, I had my little altercation. You know, we, we got into <laughs> it over me cheating. But at that time, we was engaged, you know what I mean? So we got married May of 2015, had a little girl in October 2015. But throughout that entire marriage, uh, I moved my girl down from New York. She came down here and, and Duval stayed with me. And since that time, I had to deal with it for the entire five-year relationship, you know? And I mean, you know, I'm talking about simple stuff like, Yo, I'm going to the gym to work out less than a mile from my house. I'm like, yo, you can come up there and check. Look through the window. No, I'm working out. And it's like, ah, you did this and this. What took you so long to get home from the gym? Yo, I stopped for gas. Here's the receipt, but you don't want to see the receipt. You know, so it was like living in an irrational world. I'm like, I'm trying to rationalize with you. I'm trying, I know you're dealing with it. But at the same time, like, look, here's the proof that I ain't getting nothing. And, you know, I don't know if some women can ever live that down. You know, I, I was listening to what Angela was saying. And yeah, while you don't want to put it in their face, a lot of time they put it in yours, you know? So, um, you know, it's just something we have to deal with and life goes on. But, you know, at the end of the day, I really want to say thank you. I've been trying to get in with y'all for like 10 years. I've been trying to make this call and actually talk to y'all. Okay. Envy, I, I just bought my first rental property in December, December 4th. Uh, I buy all my rentals in uh, Beckley, West Virginia. I'm trying to do like you do, go back to my home my home state and buy my stuff and now I'm closing on my sixth door at the end of this month. Dude, um, man, congratulations, Congratulations, man. King. As, as far as you, Charlamagne, I appreciate it. As far as you, Charlamagne, you had my breakthrough, but you made it feel okay to go and seek therapy. I go every two weeks. Uh, well, of course, it's virtual, but um, I've been going to therapy now for like the last four years. I'm retired uh, Navy, so, you know, I really needed it and uh, it oh, really wow. helped me to uh, love myself. You know what I mean? And, uh, Love, brother. Let's keep growing. Let's keep growing, man. Let's keep growing yeah, no and evolving. Doubt. No doubt. And Angela, I want to thank you as well. I listen to your advice. I've been listening to y'all for a long time. Thank uh, you, Charlemagne, I went to the uh, Navy, the Navy school down there in Goose Creek. So I've been listening oh, to wow. you for, 
before you ever uh, got on the Breakfast Club, I've been listening to you, brother. And I used to listen to that whole morning show down there as well. I want to say it was called the Breakfast Club. But it was the Breakfast was. Club. Baby J that's and Tessa Spencer, man. And my yeah, people, I love yeah, Tessa. That's what I thought. Yeah, so I appreciate y'all. That's all I want to say. You know, just giving love back. We appreciate you. Thank you so yeah. much, brother. Appreciate you, King. No doubt. All right. And salute, salute to everybody listening to us on Z93 Jams in Charleston. That's a, I used to be on that station, and that's, that's just show the Breakfast Club Baby Jane Tessa was on there, too. All right. So what's the moral of the story, if there is a moral? I mean, I think the moral is I, I think that J. Cole line will encourage, uh, you know, brothers to be faithful because, you know, I was confused about him talking about sleeping with other women because he's married with kids. So I was like, damn, why would a brother with that much influence be saying that? So to hear him say he hasn't creeped in six years, that's incredible. And I know women don't like that. My wife doesn't like it when I say I haven't cheated since October 2016, but I think it's an uncomfortable truth that helps us all grow and be better men. And, you know, I'll continue to live in my truth because I tell brothers all the time when I started doing right by my wife, my life changed personally and professionally. So if you ask me one of the keys to my success, that is absolutely positively one of them. All right. Now, uh, when we come back, I got a, 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 an announcement, something that I'm doing that I'm going to be sharing with you guys. Man, Gia pregnant already again? She ain't even had the sixth one yet. Got you pregnant, man. Shut up. Now, um, and we got rumors on the way? Yes, and let's talk about this celebrity. He's opening a restaurant where homeless people can eat for free. All right, we'll get into all that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. And next hour, Devon Franklin will be joining us. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey. What's happening? Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, did you ever Friday. think you would still love? Did you ever think you would still love hip-hop as much as you do at, at 40? Well, I'm 42, but have you ever thought, did you ever think you would still love it at 40 plus years old? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what I say. I know, but I just. I'm always love R&B. I always knew that. I knew I would always love hip hop. But we didn't know that, you know, our generation of hip hop would, would, would last this long, right? Because the generations before us, they didn't have that, this kind of run. So when you see a J. Cole album and you see Cameron, you know, on the album, somebody that's from our era, it's like, damn. Who knew that? Who knew that our genre would continue to take it this far? Yeah, I no, never I thought it wouldn't that. last, though. I never thought about it like that. It's just what we listen to. Yeah, but I just never thought the older artists would still have uh, so much relevance, especially amongst amongst the younger generation, because we really did come from a time where it was like our generation. We kind of disposed of the generation before us. Mm. I mean, they still kind of do that now. They don't respect the '80s like that. I remember, we had Big Daddy Kane up here, and he said that. Rakim said the same thing. They don't. Re- they didn't really respect the artists that came before them like that. At least not overall as the, as the co- as a culture. Yeah, I agree with that. They definitely don't. I don't say necessarily respect, but I also feel like they des- they they necessarily don't know because they haven't grown yeah. up on it. We grew like, up on what we grew up on. These kids are growing up on what they're growing up on, and they're gonna grow older and lo- still love that. But even it's nostalgic. Even but did a t- but did a twenty two year old grow up on Cameron? No. But you heard more Dipset and more Cameron music than you know you at twenty two. You hear that on the radio now? DJ still twenty two means you was born in like ninety nine. Yeah, but you still hear that now. But, but just think about nah, it. One day, but one day plays your kids Rakim on the radio no more. Like on, on hip hop stations, they don't play Kane no more on hip hop stations. They don't play KRS One, but they still play Dipset. They'll still play the the G Unit. They'll still play uh, Hove. They still play that era. One day, kids Mason. kids from now that are just being born won't even know that much about say, little baby. Right. True. When oh, of course. Yeah, they'll grow up on something else. Yeah, absolutely. So just but I just, always I just, happens. But, but, but I guess growing up, hip hop was so new for us that you know, you like, damn. I just didn't think that we'd still be. It'd still be around when we were in our forties. But it is, yeah. and I'm happy. Absolutely. And you know, I, I want to shout out to everybody that uh, has been supporting my car show in Atlanta. I just want to say thank you. Give them a round of applause. I mean, we we have. It's 
three times bigger than the New York one. We we have more people there. That's going to be three times than the New York one. I just want to say thank you. I got a lot of calls about doing the New York one. So I just want to say right now, can you can we give me a, a, a drum roll or something? Something nice, something dope. August 15th. If you're in the, on the East Coast, I know a lot of you guys say, Envy, I love you. I want to support your car show, but I can't make it to Atlanta. August 15th, we are doing the car show in Atlantic City. This is at Beta Field, which is 144 acres, the first airport in the U.S. Atlantic City is giving me that, that space to have the car show. So it's going to be Carcella, amusement, rides, uh, carnival theme. Juices. Juices, vendor <laughs> trucks. I'm serious, everything. We have vendor trucks. They I meant my the juices, thing. Envy. I wasn't talking about nobody else. I was talking about your juices. Okay. Yeah, we're going to have your juices there. Vendor <laughs> trucks, amusement rides, exotic cars, celebrity cars, cars from the paid in full era, your favorite DJ, DJ. We're going to make it a full weekend. So shout Wait, out who's to our the- favorite DJ? DJing. I mean, anybody. I mean, any, any DJ Not from the you? station. Me, I'll be DJing. Okay. Clue will be DJing. Spin King will be DJing. Uh, any DJ from the stations that you listen to will be up here DJing. It's going to be a great event. Tickets are $19.99. We try to make it very affordable. So we have an early bird special, $19.99 for tickets. Kids four and under are free. So if you got small kids, don't even worry. Just bring them. It's going to be a dope event. So we're going to make it a weekend. You could come with your kids, then, you know, bring bring a, bring a bring a parent so they can, you know, a babysitter so that way that night we could go gambling. So, hey. August 15th you know in like Atlantic City. And it's brought to you by Lincoln Tech Power 105 and of course the great city Atlantic City. So, August 15th Carcella is coming to the East Coast. So that means all you guys from Philly, New Jersey, New York, Delaware, Boston, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Maryland, DC, Virginia, all you guys, this one is for you. So I want to see you guys there. And uh, you can click the link in my bio if you want more information. But I can't wait. I'm excited about it. You know, I love my cars and I love to bring people together. And this is how I do it through cars. And Power 105 is uh, the station that we're on in New York. Correct. For everybody listening to us uh, to, everywhere else. We need mm-hmm. to get rid of the phrase early bird. I find it offensive. Why? Why? Because you're a bird? Yeah. You, you would only find that <laughs> offensive if you're a bird. I don't want to be an early bird. You just want to be a bird. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't want to be a okay. bird. Okay. You want to be a bird? Early. What, what are you what saying? Are you? So I don't want to be a bird anymore. Early. Why are you it's offended? Offensive. So what do you want to be? See, this, this is why woke people got to get to sleep. I'm just kidding. Because when, you, because when you stay awake too long, you don't think straight. You know what I mean? Take a nappy and then join us after a rumor report. <laughs> See, I don't want to okay. be a bird I want to be an early lion. I, all right. Well, early lion prices huh? are 19... Whatever they want to call themselves, you can call the yourself. early lion here. slays the prey. I'm not going to call you all that. But 1999 right now, August 15th, Atlantic City. We're going to have a lot of fun. Shout out to Lincoln Tech. Let's get to the rumors. No, we're going to get to the rumors, right? Let's go. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, Jaden Smith is opening a restaurant that will give free meals to homeless people. It's named after his I Love You food truck initiative. He launched that nearly two years ago on his 21st birthday. He wanted to provide healthy vegan food for free to those in need in L.A. So now he has the I Love You restaurant, and those who can afford to pay for their meal will spend a little more, so they'll be paying it forward to the next person in need. But if you're not homeless, not only do you have to pay, you also have to pay for more than the food's worth. That way you're paying for the person behind you. Salute to uh, Jaden Smith. I always say Jaden Smith is the Gandhi of our time. Dropping the clues bombs for uh, Jaden Smith. What the hell is that? That's my yeah, phone, the goddamn I don't know bomb. Where it I is. said, what the hell is that? And I said August fifteenth. I mean August fourteenth. August fourteenth. Can you, you turn about? that phone off? I couldn't find it. It's in my pocket. August fourteenth. What? I gotta remember to pay my meter. 
What's wrong show with y'all? You got August phones 14th. going off. Envy yeah, just yelling 14th. out random dates. Is that Gia's due date? No, August fourteenth is the car show. I said August fifteenth. August. People 14th. might have just tuned in. Have y'all forgot how to do radio? It's only been thirty seconds. Have you got your phone together now? Yeah. Okay, let's go. I couldn't find it. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is that? was going on. <laughs> Guys, I have to pay like, my meter <laughs> at eight o'clock, and I don't want to forget because I forgot the other day. I don't want to get a ticket. All right. Yeah. And speaking I don't think of toxic, stop calling you an early bird anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of toxic work environments, Ellen DeGeneres sat down with Oprah, and she was saying that she didn't know uh, that people felt like this. If it was why I was quitting, I would have not come back this year. I really did think about not coming back. You know, I mean, it was devastating. I am a kind person. I read in the press that there's a toxic work environment which I had no idea, never saw anything that would even point to that. Did you feel like you were being canceled? I mean, I really didn't understand it. I still don't understand it. It was too orchestrated. It was too coordinated. Somebody going to have to define that word. Now, that's the word we need to change. Like, the word canceled don't even mean what it actually means. I guess that when you're getting attacked on social media, or getting attacked in the press, that's when they say you're being canceled. But are you really? No. All right. In addition to that, um, you know, she talks about wanting some more challenges. And so I was really interested to hear you say that you knew three years ago or two years ago when you signed that this was going to be the year. How did you know? As a, as a creative person, I, I really need to be challenged. And as, as much as I absolutely love this show, uh, there are just, you know, things that I just, it just what's why I've hosted the Oscars. It's why I went back to stand up. There are just different things as a creative person that I feel like I need to do. And it's got to suck, right? Because I, I tend to believe her when she says that, you know, she already had a plan that she was going to retire. I mean, Ellen's damn near 70 years old, but it's got to suck because not everybody thinks you're walking away because of all the, the outrage. The right, you always want to go out stores. on a high. Exactly. So it kind of tarnished everything that she had done for so many years. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. again, you know, we're hearing all these different accounts of what it was like on that show. So working behind the scenes from past employees from current employees. All right. Now, another person who timing uh, couldn't have been worse for is Chrissy Teigen. Now, apparently um, she's being held accountable for some things that she had said to model Courtney Stodden years ago. Back in 2011 and 2012, she was basically harassing her on social media. She told her at Courtney Stodden, I hate you. Uh, She told her what drug makes you do that with your mouth? Asking for a friend who really wants to know how to look like an idiot. Thanks. She said, I, uh, you know, and, and Courtney Stodden called her out for all of this and talked about the DMs that were sent to her by Chrissy Teigen and about her bullying her when she was only 16 years old. Well, Chrissy Teigen apologized. She said, not a lot of people are lucky enough to be held accountable for all their past BS in front of the entire world. I'm mortified and sad at who I used to be. I was an insecure, attention-seeking troll. I am ashamed and completely embarrassed at my behavior. Uh, but at the same time, right, she also said, but that is nothing compared to how I made Courtney feel. I've worked so hard to give you guys joy and be beloved, and the feeling of letting you down is nearly unbearable. Truly, these were not my only mistakes, and surely won't be my last as, tr- as hard as I try, but God, I will try. Now, at the same time, some of her items have been pulled uh, from some deals that she had. She was in Target. If you guys recall, she had her cookware. She was at Macy's. And now they're not in at Macy's. They discounted some of her items. But according to reports, 
she was planning to just do all that e-commerce on her own site already anyway. So it wasn't that Target yanked her stuff from the stores and from the website. It was something that was already in the works since December. And it's just a coincidence mm. it happened at the same time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what else they want from her. I mean, she's she's holding herself accountable. And, you know, sadly, yeah, you know, they, they, that phrase, uh, kill yourself. I don't know how she said it, but that phrase, kill yourself, you know, back in the day, that was something that was thrown around a lot because it, it was actually started by a, comed- a comedian. I won't say who that comedian is because, you know, y- y'all might go attack him. But, yeah, that was a phrase, kill yourself back in the day. Mm. People yeah. would say it in jest. You don't remember that? Yep. Yeah, but this is a 16-year-old girl who, you know, a grown-up. But she, you know, Chrissy Teigen saying she's sorry. And, you know, she said she tried to reach out to Courtney privately. And she wants to publicly apologize, too. How long ago was this? I don't even know how long ago it was. How long ago was this? 2011, 2012. Both of those yeah, years. Yeah, that's, that's, that's about the time when people were throwing that kill yourself thing around. All right, well, that is oh, your they tell you drink report. bleach or uh, stupid stuff like that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Charlemagne, who are you giving your donkey to next? Uh, donkey of the day today is going to a woman named Audrey Nicole Francisquini. She needs to come to the front of the congregation. Uh, we need to have a word for her, man. Y'all going to learn about wanting to do any and everything for the grand. We'll discuss. All right. We'll get to that next. And let's get into a new J. Cole joint. This is uh, Pride is the Devil. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Oh, it's a tough tune. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Our Audible pick of the day is Start Here. This new podcast series from Mel Robbins is a great collection of snack size inspiring motivation. Your first 30 days of Audible Plus are free. Sign up at audible.com slash breakfast club. WWPR FMHD1 New York. And our heart radio station. Let me put a little bit of the breakfast club up in your lifestyle. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. You are rock, 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 with the best. Make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. Florida, man. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. It's the breakfast club, bitches. Donkey of the day. With Charlemagne the guy. I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all. <laughs> Yes, donkey of the day for Friday, May 14th, goes to a 28-year-old Miami, Florida woman named Audrey Nicole Francis Queen. Now, what does your Uncle Charlotte always say about the great state of Florida? Well, the craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida, and that is just that is just something that will never change people. Okay, Jesus could change water to wine. Jesus could feed 5,000 people with five loaves of bread and two fish, but he couldn't ever do anything to change Florida's crazy. Audrey is proving that because she was arrested on burglary and other charges. Now, I know you're thinking, Uncle Charlotte, please, uh, burglary and other charges? That's light. Well, you may be right, but her motivation for doing it isn't. Would you like to know what caused this woman to be charged with these crimes? Let's go to WPLG Local 10 Miami for the report, please. Judging by her mugshot, she thinks it's funny. Police say 28-year-old Audrey Francis Guinea was so desperate to be followed and liked, she was willing to risk getting arrested. They say she trespassed into American Senior High School in Hialeah Monday. She pretends to be a student, is walking around this high school, handing out pre-printed pamphlets with her social media 
Instagram name on it. School officials say she was asking students to follow her on social media when she was spotted by security guards. The incident reports that she was able to get away on foot but was tracked down at her North Miami Beach home where she was arrested. <laughs> Audrey, 28-year-old, big grown ass, broke into a high school to pass out flyers to tell kids to follow her on Instagram. Now, correct me if I'm wrong because I don't claim to be the most tech-savvy human on the planet. Couldn't Audrey just have targeted kids of a certain demo on various social media sites to follow her? I hate Instagram now because those fan pages are always telling me to listen to someone's music or telling me well, asking me, do I want something long and hard? Couldn't Audrey have done the same thing? Couldn't she just have spammed people to death on their pages? And if you wanted to go to the school and pass out flyers, why couldn't you have waited until after school? Do the kids not hang out somewhere? Couldn't you go to Rick Ross checkers and pass out flyers? I know CDC has said if you're fully vaccinated, you know, you don't have to social distance. But why oh why would Audrey just walk up into a school at a time like this, be all up in people's face, passing out flyers to get folks to follow her on Instagram? Now, what's incredible about this story? Security approached her twice. And the second time she refused to stop and left the building. But the problem was, as you heard in the news report, she left what I call digital white pebbles. See, folks be out here online being the real life versions of Hansel and Gretel. And for whatever reason, when y'all go live from the scene of your crimes or you record yourself at the scene of your crimes, you think you're leaving digital breadcrumbs and you think digital angry birds are going to come and eat those digital breadcrumbs off the Internet and no one will be able to follow you. But that's not how any of this works. When you get online, those are digital white pebbles and no Angry birds can eat digital white pebbles. So since Audrey was recording herself walking the hallways, it didn't matter if she fled the scene. All police had to do was do exactly what she was trying to get folks to do at this high school, and that's follow her on Instagram. Police said they were able to use her IG account to find her, and Audrey was arrested at her home in North Miami Beach. I, for one, can't believe she has her own home. I need them to define home immediately because it's a part of me that just has to see how a person with this type of mindset lives, okay? I like to use the term digital D-head, but I can't say the other name for Richard on the radio, but uh, Audrey is a digital dick tracy head okay she is a digital dick cheney head i will never understand people who do it for the gram i love instagram but not like some of y'all okay we have seen folks set themselves on fire literally for the gram and i don't understand it we'll never understand it i'm old school i'm trying to get my dollars up not my followers okay i love the process of getting things done but acquiring followers on instagram is not one of them i don't get it but once again here i go trying to apply logic to the most illogical place on the planet the place that is one word, two or three syllables, depending on how you pronounce it, flow, rye, duh. Please give Audrey Nicole Francis, Francis, Francis Queenie the biggest hee-haw. Uh -huh. uh -huh. By the way, I have no idea what race she is. Uh, I can't figure <laughs> it out. Okay, post her mugshot. If you're watching on Revolt, you can see her mugshot. Or you can Google her, Audrey Nicole Francis Queenie. Look at her. Just smiling, showing all her teeth. I bet she can't wait to post that mugshot on her Instagram later if she hasn't already. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Now, when we come back, Devon Franklin will be joining us. Live free. For, for people that don't know who Devon Franklin is, you want to break down who he is, ye? 
Uh, he's a producer. You know him. He's also married to Megan Good. He's a best-selling author. And he has a book out called Live Free. Okay. Exceed your highest expectations. All right. Well, we'll talk to him next. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Power 105.1. Checking out the world's most dangerous morning show. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. He's got a new book out called Live Free, Exceed Your Highest Expectations. Devon Franklin is here. Be a Zoom. <laughs> Yo, what's up? What's up? How are you, sir? Man. I, I, I'm asking that I'm from a genuine place. I ask everybody that nowadays, and I really want a real honest answer. How are you? Uh, I'm good and I'm stressed. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> That's the real answer, you know. Uh, I'm in New Mexico right now, Albuquerque, New Mexico, um, in pre-production on my next film called Flaming Hot, which is about the creation of Flaming Hot Cheetos. Wow. <laughs> Man, that, yeah, yeah, you, that was, uh, you, you confuse people when you say that, because when you say Flaming Hot, and I think Devon Franklin, like, this is a, mu a movie about hell, but then it's about Cheetos. Wow. <laughs> Cheetos, yes. Richard Montanez was a Mexican janitor who worked for Frito-Lay. And he came up with this idea to put chili powder on a Cheeto. And the CEO at the time gave him an opportunity to do it. Next thing you know, Flaming Hot Cheetos becomes the number one snack in the country, becomes the biggest snack for uh, Frito-Lay. He goes from being the janitor to becoming vice president of multicultural marketing. So it's like an incredible pull yourself up from your bootstraps kind of story. Eva Longoria is directing it uh, for me and so I'm here prepping wow. it and then I'm also doing the book launch a million other things so I'm great but you know I'm feeling the stress of managing everything right now no I'm, I'm glad to know that because I always wondered what the hell flavor was flaming hot so I'm glad to know that I will be watching that I like those kind of stories I love the story about the the McDonald's founder I love those kind of stories oh yeah yeah the founder mm -hmm. yeah founder with Michael Keaton yep well, let's talk about you, because obviously now that you're in Albuquerque, you have the book out and you talk about expectations. Right. So is your expectation when you're doing something like this, when you're super busy to be stressed and how does that affect your relationship? Is the expectation to be stressed? Uh, yeah, I think that comes with the territory, uh, you know, especially when it comes to making a movie. Making a movie is a very, very stressful endeavor because, you know, there are so many different people. There are hundreds of people on set trying to manage that, you know, I'm the producer, I'm the sole producer, so I'm responsible for the creative and making sure everything is going well. So that is stressful, there's no doubt. Um, but in the book, I talk about, you know, one of the things that is a set expectation is what's in our control. So what I control, I can't control the chaos of the set, but I can control how I prepare, I can control my disposition, I can control my attitude. So then how it impacts the relationship, you know, there's, there's got to be a lot of grace, right? Because I'm here in Albuquerque, New Mexico, Megan is in Atlanta, uh, shooting two movies. So we are not, you know, together um, physically. So it's really about us communicating. And that's the second part of setting expectations is really communicating what those expectations are, especially when there's some physical distance. You know, we always try to stay, you know, in lockstep because, um, you know, at any given moment, I can send a text and she could misunderstand it. She can send a text. Mm -hmm. I can misunderstand. It. So it really requires us to really vocalize how we're feeling, what's going on, so these feelings or these unspoken expectations don't become resentment. You know what's interesting to me? I had you on lip service, right? And I had posted a clip from the episode. And now there's all these men who are like, quote, relationship experts, right? Like a Kevin Samuels or 
you know, Derek Jackson, and I know we discussed this a little bit, and I saw some people just being real skeptical now of anyone that's uh, talking about their own experiences or giving advice online. So uh, what would you say makes you different from people like that? I think that anyone, especially any woman, should be skeptical uh, of any man, you know, seemingly trying to posit that that we have, have it all, right? As I mentioned on the show, I think that we, we teach as we learn. And I think too often as men, we've made the mistake of trying to mansplain a whole bunch of stuff, trying to act like, yo, we, we are the ultimate experts. But every man, as I talked about like in my last book, every man struggles between, you know, this love and love, every man. And so, you know, it's one thing to offer advice to say, hey, here's, here's what I think. It's a thing to offer that advice as if it's the gospel. Uh, and so for me, you know, I always temper any advice I give to say, hey, listen, I'm learning these things. This is what I'm experiencing. Um, but at the end of the day, please listen to the advice. But at the same time, find your own truth in it. Mm-hmm. You know, I do not want as a man, especially giving advice to women, to act like, yo, I'm the authority. No, no we got to have a lot more humility. We got to have a lot more humility. We have to also understand that we as men, every man knows what goes on inside. So, so the idea that I'm going to sit up here and tell you, oh, yeah, it's all this. And this is what you got to do and do this to your man and all that's not me. That ain't me. I'll offer, I'll offer what I know, but I try to do it with some humility and also saying, hey, you got to know that as a man, there's some things that I'm dealing with. And so I'll try to help you, but just know that it's not coming from a place of like, oh, I've got it all figured out. Now, Devon, what does, what does the title mean to you? Live free, exceed your highest expectations. What, what is free to you? You know, free to me, and I, I define it in the book, is, you know, not being under the mental, emotional or physical control of anyone or anything. And when what free means to me is is the freedom to be who I am, the freedom to to think how I want to think, the freedom to create how I want to create, uh, the freedom to walk in the power of my calling and my gifting and my creation uh, and exceed your highest expectations. You know, a lot of times I talk about this in the book, you know, expectations are weights. And the more that we have, the more pressure that we feel. And the only way to exceed an expectation is to one release as many as release as many expectations that we don't need. So often we're expecting too many too many things, and I say, you know, let them go. And if you do have an expectation, you gotta set it. Once your expectation is set by knowing what's in your control and what needs to be communicated, then you position yourself to exceed it. So for me, that freedom is being able to think and be and grow and be who I am, not who people want me to be. Are expectations and standards synonymous? They are not synonymous, and I talk about this in the book. This is really important. Uh, a lot of times, you know, when we have an expectation, we try to then make that the standard by which other people live by. That's dangerous because it's my expectation. It's your expectation. When I start to judge others by a standard that I've created, now I become the judge and jury, and that's a dangerous place to be. Uh, it's one thing for me to have an expectation. An expectation is a strong belief about what should happen in the future. A standard to me is here's how I live. You know, I have a standard of excellence. I have a standard of discipline. I have a standard of integrity. I have a standard of character. So that standard can position me to meet an expectation, but the standard and the expectation are different because the the expectation is something I'm hoping is going to happen. A standard is something I have control over every single day. And and please resist the temptation to make your your expectations everybody else's standards because everyone has different standards that they live by. And part of living free is not just the freedom that I have, It's letting everybody else live their freedom. We are trying to control too many people and we are trying to judge too many people. What about letting someone go on their journey? 
and, and discover what they need to discover instead of trying to control and judge and vilify people for living life and learning the lessons that they need to learn. All right, we got more with Devon Franklin. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's CJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Devon Franklin. You know him. He's a, a Hollywood producer. He's a best-selling author, motivational speaker, host. Of, he has a host of titles. But he's joining us this morning. Charlamagne? You know, you know when you talk about the dangers of um, expectations, how, how can we avoid having too many expectations? Because they usually come from you know, a place of want, right? Like, you know, whether it's your, your upbringing, our environment, our personal experiences, you want more. That's sometimes the expectation. So how do we avoid having too many expectations? Well, we avoid them by evaluating. Where does the expectation come from? A lot of times I have a whole section in the book about cultural expectations. And, you know, depending on where we were raised and the family that we're in and, and our race and our gender, we have all these expectations that we carry because of what's expected of us based upon the groups we identify with. And one of the reasons why I wrote this book is I want everybody just to stop for a minute and say, why am I expecting this? And is it my expectation? No matter what group you identify with, I believe we still have to set expectations for ourselves. So we avoid bringing on so many expectations by evaluating them. Hey, I, you know, why do I feel the need to make a certain amount of money? Is it because that's what I want? Or is it because I feel that if I don't, I'm not going to be able to land the right, you know, mate, or I'm not going to be able to be successful, look successful in the eyes of my family. It's about evaluation. I'm not saying other people's expectations of us is wrong. It's only wrong if it's not of our choosing. So we avoid it by evaluating. And we also got to do, I talk about this in the book, a joy versus pain assessment. If your expectations are bringing you more pain than joy, I would argue you may have too many or you may have the wrong ones. Mm. But if your expectations are bringing you more joy than pain, then I would say, okay, great. They're, they're, they're playing a positive role in your life. It's really about this evaluation and no longer just mindlessly living life with the stress and pressures that we feel without saying, wait, where's this coming from? And what really is the direction that I want to go? Now, another thing you talk about is participation takes you to your destination. So yeah. please explain that because I try to be really intentional. Like when something is wrong in my relationship, I also look at myself too, right? I, I don't always think it's just his fault. So can you talk about that? Yeah, you know, uh, uh, I talk about expectation without participation equals devastation. So what I mean by that is that, you know, when we have these unspoken expectations or we have these unset expectations, when, we talk, when I talk about an unset expectation, especially like in a relationship dynamic, one of the things that we try to control, which is out of our control, is other people. So when I have an expectation that I can control somebody, I'm setting myself up for devastation. So when I talk about participation, that participation means that if I have an expectation of my relationship, that first and foremost, I have to be what I expect. Mm -hmm. Meaning if I want love, I have to be love. If I want kindness, I have to be kindness. If I want consideration, I have to contribute consideration. In my experience, a lot of people want things out of a relationship that they don't put in. Mm. It's like going down to the bank, trying to take something out, but you ain't putting nothing in the account. Mm. But then you get mad at what you that ain't nothing coming out, but tell me what you deposited. So we we find ourselves in this situation where a lot of times in a relationship sense, we're acting, we're kind of crazy because it's like, wait a second, I want this person to love me. I want this person to be kind. I want this person to be considerate. I want this person to, to be thoughtful. But I might not be contributing those things. So I talk about having an expectation, but then you got to participate. And the combination of those two is what sometimes can set us up for that expectation to be met. And also, the one thing I would say is this, it's dangerous to give to get. Mm -hmm. 
So if, if you want to be a giving person, you want to be a loving person, love, give. If you realize that, that you're not, that the person that you're giving to is not giving the same amount, you can then make the decision that this is not the person I want to give to. But resist the temptation to allow that person to disrupt who you want to be. If you're a giver, give. Don't let someone's selfishness disrupt your desire to be a giver. That's right. Just find somebody else that you want to give to. You know, because so often in a relationship, we let other people get us out of who we want to be. If you're a loving person, be loving. If that person doesn't accept your love, that's a reflection of them. Maybe you got to give your love to someone else, but don't let that person disrupt the DNA of your creation and your personality and your outlook on life because then they win and they go on to somebody else and you are left picking up the pieces and trying to figure out who you are. You know, I want to talk to you about uh, chapter 12. The process is the result because you talk about focusing on the process and you know, that's something I always tell people because everybody always wants to worry about the end result, right? Like, oh, he got $30 million for this, $100 million for that. But what about what that person did to get there? How can we break our addiction to results? Oh, man, bro, this is this is the key right here. No matter what your goal is in life, no matter what you're trying to do, and this sounds a little, you know, uh, counterintuitive, the, the result is not the result. It's about the process. Meaning if I'm focused so much on the result, if I'm focused on how much money I want to make. If I'm focused on the position that I want to have. If I'm focused on the deal that I want to get. And I overlook the process, then I may never achieve what I want. Uh, you know, in my experience, um, one of the people that I learned the process from a lot was like growing up in the business was Will Smith. You know, he's been a mentor, been a friend, and he was the one that really focused my attention on the process. You know, when we would work on movies like Hancock and, and Karate Kid and Pursuit of Happiness, it was all about the process of developing the script. We would spend hours upon hours upon hours getting the script right. Why? Because the better the script, the better the development, the better the casting, the better the movie would be. And, and in my experience, when we treat that process uh, like the result, we ultimately can get the result and sometimes better. Going back to expectations, the reason why the process is more important than the result is the process is what we can, can control. If I'm focused on the result, it's an unset expectation. I'm wanting something that I actually don't control. But the process I control, my discipline I control, my integrity I control, my excellence I control, my attitude I control, my research I control. Y'all got one of the dopest shows on the face of the planet. But no matter how hard you try, you can't get somebody to listen. But the process, the guests, how, how well you research, the questions you ask, the marketing, the publicity, and, and the more, the richer the soil of the process. The, the stronger the growth of the result will ultimately be. And in my experience, you can overshoot the result if you have an incredible process that you focus on and you nurture every day. That's right. Listen, it's my man, Devon Franklin. The book is out right now. Live free. Exceed your highest expectations. I, I want everybody to go out there and get this. Devon always has a good word for the people, man. You never disappoint, my brother. Appreciate Devon, it. And I always enjoy talking to you, and I enjoy talking to Megan. So I just want to... Thank you so much. Uh, for... We love talking to both of you. And she says hello right. as well. Thank you so much, and, and, Devon. And, and let us know when, right, that, let us know when that movie dropping, because I want I need to see that. Oh, yeah, I got you. Trust me, I'll be seeing it early. All right, my brother. Peace. All right, Pete. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for the rumors. Let's talk trade the truth. It's about time. What's going on? This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
Congratulations to Trey the Truth. He is getting the Change Maker Award at the 2021 Billboard Music Awards. That's going to air on May 23rd. He deserves it. Well deserved. Man, Absolutely. That's, that's, that's a, he deserves it is an understatement. Drop on the clues bombs for Trey the Truth, man. Trey the Truth, you know, puts himself on the front lines all the time. I saw Trey, Trey was at a rally yesterday with Teslin and my son, and I, I, I believe Tamika was there, but yeah, man, salute to Trey the Truth. Shout you, out to Trey. You, that, yeah, he is who he says he is. All right, now Tank, as we told you, says that he is going deaf and he's going to document this whole journey to find out what's happening in his right ear. Well, here's what he said now. I got my MRI done today and, you know, we didn't see anything crazy in terms of the brain function or anything connected to to this ear over here. So that's good. So it's, we're treating it now as just kind of a very severe case of vertigo, running some steroids as well as some um, some meclizine for like the the dizziness and all of that. But but I found out something. I found out I have a deviated septum. Um, but back to the ear, this ear actually is worse. I tested lower today in terms of the things I could hear. So hopefully that starts to turn around quickly. Damn, let me send in healing energy to Tank. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that's awful, but you know, let's make sure we give him his flowers. Tank is super talented. Yes. And that has to really suck for him, especially because of what he does for a living, right? Yeah, that's his whole livelihood. That's like losing your voice, right? Yep. If you can't hear, you can't hear yourself hit them, hit them notes, can't hear the music properly. All right, now let's get into some more new music. As you know, this weekend is super exciting. Now, 21 Savage has a new song out with Gunna and Young Thug. It's called Emergency off the Spiral soundtrack. We playing tough, got hit with a Drake. Richie Paranoid in the hills with a cake. Nipping in the bud, I check that. Yo, bitch, get inverted my lap with her neck hair. Pull up in your hood, we'll scratch that. Yo, let them take it, throw it, and send them a care First time on a no car fat. We got the same kind of guns like Star Trek. Don't need no keys to start that. So many who often call me and part that. I never push this emergency. Kicking the door, it's a burglary. Let it a burn at third degree. 25 rest for a surgery. I know you just take a tough when I really pull up. You gon' call the authority. I'm in it, I gotta see who I really can trust. Cause these niggas ain't for me. God damn, 21 be snapping, man. Drop on the clues bombs for 21 Savage. Boy, 21 be snapping. All right, we don't appreciate in addition, 21 like they should. The Migos have a new song called Straightening Out. Turn a pandemic into a pandemic. You know that's, you know that we on. Yes, sir. Them don't pull up in LA. Let's together won't get with you homes. Uh-uh, I don't do the fake kicking. No. There go a rocket is taking it. It's a problem with you, then we straightening it. Straight. Swap out the cap with a demon in it. Upgrade the band up with fiends in it. Ooh. I got some shooters you seen with me. We're running back, I just seen tenant. We gonna get straight. Straightening, straightening, straightening. Yeah, straightening, straightening, straightening. Yeah, straight. Don't nothing get straightened, but straightening. Don't nothing get straightened, but straightening. You know, academics has been saying this for a while, and I agree with him. I think Culture 3 by Migos is going to be fire. They sound back focused. I think Migos got rich, and, you know, sometimes when you get rich, you get comfortable. The stuff I've been hearing them on lately, they sound hungry. So I'm looking forward to uh, Culture 3. Yeah, no, yeah, they do sound hungry, and, and I agree with you. I think sometimes sometimes you need a little push, and then when people say you fall off or you ain't got it, it makes you push, and they've been spitting. All right, and in more, rich. in more Nicki Minaj news, you know, we already played Seeing Green, the full song featuring Drake and Lil Wayne earlier this morning. Well, now here is part of another new song that's on the Beam Me Up, Scotty. Uh, it was a mixtape that she now has on streaming services. Yeah, I know y'all all remember that when that came out. That was hard. So Classic. it's nice that Classic. it's available now for us to stream. But this new song is called Fractions. I'm the one who run the city with they armed and vicious Accusations on them blogs and they all fictitious I done bent the realest blocks, 
push the hardest sixes. Keep a couple killers that don't care how far them licks is. Look, bitches act like they want action. Heard they want action. Bitch, we ain't talking no action. I'm about to get them that traction. Send a distraction. Then I'm align them like fraction. Break, I let them live. Look at all them eating. But these bitches gon' be mad once I call this meeting. Yeah, I didn't know she had uh, three new songs on there. I got to listen. I thought it was just a CN Green record. But, no, um, that yeah, fraction, fraction sounds dope. Chirac with G Herbo. Because that was leaked before, but, yeah, but this is yeah. officially out. Now. Yeah, we heard that one already. But oh, I yeah, I heard that. Fractions I heard and, that. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. Green? It's just two. Yeah, just two. That sounds That sounds like the sample from uh, Hove, where I'm from. I just love when folks are rapping, man. It seems like everybody just going back to the basics, man. Hard beats, hard rhymes. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I like. All right. Well, listen, you guys have a great weekend. I'll be watching everything that's happening because I know everyone's going to be talking about all of this new music. We told you before, Kodak Black has a new album out as well. Uh, Little Skies Skies put out an Unbothered Deluxe version. It has another seven new songs added to it. All right. And that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, um, shout to Revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Angela here, and the General Insurance understands that stuff happens, including lapses in auto coverage. At the General, they make it easy to get reinstated and will work with you to keep you covered. Call 800-GENERAL or go to thegeneral.com to find out more. Some restrictions apply. WWPR FM HD1 New York. An iHeartRadio station. Let me put a little bit of The Breakfast Club up in your lifestyle. DJ Envy. Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. I just want to tell you guys, I really appreciate you guys again. I, I uh, announced my Atlanta car show about a month ago, and it damn near sold out. I got a lot of people on the East Coast saying, yo, Envy, can you do one here? We don't want to fly or drive to Atlanta. So we are doing one on the East Coast as well. Atlantic City. Uh, the date is August 14th, which is Saturday. It's going to be Carcella, so it's going to be your favorite celebrity cars. It's going to be exotic cars, cars from the paid in full era, regular cars, just dope cars. We're going to have amusement rides. There's going to be uh, music. There's going to be food trucks. So make sure you get your tickets. I think the uh, the first 1,000 tickets are just $19.99, so we're trying to make it as affordable as possible for people out there. So get your tickets, and uh, we just I just really appreciate you guys and all the support. Um and thank you, man. August 14th, can't wait to see you guys in Atlantic City and also July 3rd in Atlanta, man. And uh, for people in on in Florida and on the West Coast, we're working on some things for you guys, too. But uh, we wait, as soon as the world opens back up, you know, I could, I could wiggle and maneuver a little bit more. What you mean the world opened back up? You moving like the world already opened? Nah, <laughs> what you talking about? Atlantic City has to be outdoor because Jersey is not allowing uh, full capacity at a lot of his venues. That's why I got to do Jersey outside. And Atlanta, you know, Atlanta's open, open. So, But some of these other places, well, maybe, they don't you, allow you know the you, venues to do you know to open up at full capacity. We'll, we'll, we'll partner with somebody and say we're giving out the vaccine right there at the venue. Or if you get the vaccine two <laughs> weeks in advance, you can come to the uh, car show as is. No mask, no nothing. No, no mask, no nothing. I thought about that. I thought about giving the vaccine shot to one of the events because I, I got the amount of people there. But I'm like, you know what? Nah. But um, yeah, I can't wait to see you guys July 3rd in Atlanta and August 14th in Atlantic City. All right. Now, um, when we come back, we got the positive note and more. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, shout out to Devon Franklin for joining us this morning. That's right. Salute to Devon Franklin, man. But I'm going to tell you somebody else we got to salute. And uh, we haven't been paying... You know this 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 team the proper respect, but you got to salute the New York Knicks, man. The New York Knicks have uh, clinched a playoff berth. They're busting ass. And 
I'm I'm not a I, don't don't come in here screaming. You be in here screaming Brooklyn Nets no, any other no. time. No, no, Yee's always Brooklyn Nets. I always shout out to the Knicks, man. Knicks is always my team. But go ahead. Well, I don't have a I don't have a personal NBA team. I, I like players and I like styles and I love the way this New York Knicks team plays. You know what I'm saying? Tom Thibodeau got them playing right. Uh, salute to Ju- uh, Julius Randle and um, R.J. Barrett and salute to World Wide West. Drop one of Clues Bombs for World Wide West, man. World Wide West and made the Knicks cool again. Absolutely. <laughs> and and made and got the Knicks out there playing and they got a playoff spot, man. So salute to the New York Knicks, man. I, I can't wait to see what they do in the playoffs. Congrats to the Knicks. Word. And also, man, all this new music that came out today. You know, J. Cole's album is, is great. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the Nicki Minaj seeing Green record is great. Um, what else came out? 21 Savage on the Saw soundtrack. The Migos put out a record. The Migos put out the, uh, the record straightening that they've been teasing for a while. Kodak Black. Migos about to, Kodak Black, yeah, Kodak Black dropped. And I Those think the Migos about to drop their album soon, too. Okay. I think they're going to drop real soon. So, yeah. Little Sky it's a great time album. for hip-hop. And, and I just want to tell you guys, you guys are stupid out there. All you guys what? listening... Uh, thank you for all the congratulations. Uh, my wife is pregnant. Yeah, this is baby number six. Why do you but, just call it stupid? Because people are saying, yo, congratulations to you, MV. I heard you're pregnant and Charlamagne's the dad. No, I am not pregnant. That was a joke that Dramos put out there. It's a rumor. There's no rumor. Uh, just saying. Where I get, where I'm getting pregnant, my butt. I don't. I don't know how these well, things I mean, work. That, the, 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 the fact, the fact that you even feel the need to get on the radio and announce that makes me look at you differently. I'm like, hmm. Does Envy think he can have a baby? Maybe he does. <laughs> like, why do you, why you got to explain to people that you the father, man is not pregnant? They, they said you the father. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing this. I want to say thank you to everyone who has been supporting uh, Tamika Mallory's book, State of Emergency, How to Win in the Country We Built. Uh, it's doing very, very, very well. So my positive note is simply this. No duty is more urgent than giving thanks. So thank you for supporting Tamika Mallory, State of Emergency, How to Win in the Country We Built. You can get that wherever you buy books this weekend. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?